Hey guys, welcome back to Black Girl Manifest Podcast. This is Anika. And Brittany. And we are back for another quarantined ass week, (laughs) y'all. What's up with you, Brittany? How you been? I'm good. I feel like I haven't really, except for just a minute ago, I haven't really talked to you that much this week. Right. We haven't because your phone's still broke. I can't even hit you in the next tail church. Listen, we just, I just let go of it. If I, if it's, if, 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 if the university is fit for me to have a phone, I should have one. If not, I will continue to just have this phone. I just like when we don't really talk, um, like we do, like we, we, Anika and I usually talk every day. We usually talk maybe for hours <laughs> every day. Don't yeah. you feel weird? Like when we don't, does your vibe be off or is it oh, just me? Okay. I feel so unbalanced. I didn't even put that together. I felt so unbalanced and uneasy. And I felt like I was about to cry just because my husband was walking me to my car because I just wanted to be out of the house. I was on the phone. He was like, um, he was bringing me to seafood. And I was already at the door with my mask on like, listen, come on, I can go. He's like, uh, I'm going to walk you to your car. I said, do you have to walk me to my car? <laughs> you don't want me to? I was like, I mean, I'm on the phone. He's like, that's okay. No, it's <laughs> I was, I was done today. Yeah. I feel the same too. It's just like, I, I feel like I'm missing something. Yeah. And I feel the same way. Like if I don't talk to my mom or my sister too, it's like something's missing. You need that balance. Like, you need your sister over here. You need your mama to gossip about everybody and everything, y'all, you know. And you need your best friend. You know, you just, and you need your husband. Everybody got their solid place. Yeah. That's, that's the team. And so then when somebody fall off the little, you know, the weeble wobble, it's like everything just falls to one side. It's like, but wait, help me, please. Because y'all niggas don't be trying to compensate for everybody else. Yeah, they don't. They do not. How's your week been? My week has been very long. I feel like this has been a six-day work week because I know we started on Tuesday and not Monday, but it's kind of stressful. I've had some highs and lows this week. That's what I can say. (laughs) It's really been the longest, shortest week ever. And I think I told you that, what, like on Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. If not yesterday, I think. I think you said that yesterday. See? See how long it feels? Like, I went to, I had a half a day at work today, and when I tell y'all, I literally stared at my computer from 845 to 1159. I was, I was like, this is the longest day ever. Because you was rest to go. Rest to go. Did you bring lunch? Nope, because I went home, I was like, I'm not even going to take lunch, I'm not going to get comfortable, I'm going to take my morning juice, and that's that. And came home and I had my lunch and my juice and that was it. And I was supposed to run an errand. Well, I did run an errand, so I had to take a half a day. And the errand literally took me less than ten minutes. And then somebody decided they was gonna stay home from work. So, <sighs> so you had the day I had. Go away. Go home, Roger. Damn. Okay. Roger, do you live here too? God damn, man. I'm going to do it because I'm being a supportive wife. Good for you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was okay. What you got to say? I'm sorry. We're going to have to edit it out. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm high. 
<laughs> oh, I couldn't even tell till that moment. Woo. Okay. Okay, guys. So this week has been really heavy. And so we wanted to kind of keep it light. So we are going to talk about today the law of attraction and how it works. So, um, if you, of course, you guys know that me and Nika are really big on manifesting, hence the name of the podcast. And we're still kind of new to it. We're learning and we're learning as we're teaching you all. So I thought this was, would be a really good um, topic to talk about. And it got very, very interesting. So, you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready for this. I love this type of stuff. So, the law of attraction is called New Thought, or could be called the Higher Thought Movement. And it was developed in the United States in the 19th century and was believed to be started by Phineas Quimby. Phineas Quimby was an American clockmaker, a mentalist. Now, mentalist is a person who appears to be psychic and can demonstrate highly developed mental um, intuitions such as telepathy, telekinesis, and mind reading. Um, and he was in a mesmerism. And a mesmerism is a person who can have an invisible force with living things such as vegetables, animals, sales, all that kind of stuff. Hmm. So when Quimby was younger, um, he was diagnosed with tuberculosis early in his life. And at that time, there was no treatment for tuberculosis. Um, and so, you know, of course, you got to just kind of ride it out. So one day he was um, decided to go horseback riding. <clears throat> and while he was horseback riding, after he got done, he took note of how much his pain diminished and how he was overcome with intense excitement enjoy and this prompted him to start studying mind over matter so in 1912 prince hannel wrote a book called the master key system and quoted the law of attraction will certainly and unearnedly bring you the conditions of your environments experiences in life corresponding with your habitual characteristics and predominance mental attitude so do you have any questions so far so he was saying pretty much riding the horse took his mind off of the pain he had so at that point it's like mind over matter what i'm thinking about versus over what i'm actually feeling because my mind is distracted so i can control that yes i'm picking up what you're putting down i'm listening <laughs> hey, little Okay, so I forgot to also mention this, but I got a lot of my information from blog.mindvalley.com. It was very, very, very informative. So I literally got just everything from that website. Uh, whenever you have a chance, you should go back and read it. Um, so according to the article on um, blog.mindvalley.com, there are seven laws of attraction. So we're going to go through the laws. The first one is unwavering desire. So like you know you like you know you want this thing, you just don't know what to do to get it. 
Um, the second is consipi- con- <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling this topic. <laughs> the second is con- conceptualization and imagination. So, like, you, your mind has conceptualized this thing, this item. You can actually see it. Like, you see it when you sleep. Like, you can, only thing you can do is touch it, basically. Mm. Mm. The third thing would be affirmation. So you know you want this thing. You know you want to be a millionaire. So you start saying things to yourself like, I'm a millionaire. Money comes to me. Money flows freely to me. Um, I have a good relationship with money. Those kind of things. So then the fourth would be focus with confidence. So now your mind has changed a little bit. You are... um, believing that you're going to be a millionaire like okay like I could really do this this is something that's easy to me and I can get it I just need to figure out the way that I can touch this million okay five is what was that six I mean four was focus with confidence ah I like this okay number five is called profound belief so now you telling everybody, bitch, I'm going to be a millionaire. That's just that on it. Ain't no other way around it. I'm going to be a millionaire. Six will be gratitude. Wait, can I stop you there? Because yeah. if you're telling everybody that you're going to be a millionaire, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, well, who's, why are you telling people that? But like, if even if you tell somebody and somehow you don't turn out to be a millionaire, does it really hurt anything? No. It doesn't hurt anything, but if you just go ahead and go with it and actually speak that into it it could help more than anything right but we just tend to do the opposite based on what other people think of us go right. ahead so if you uh have that profound belief that you are gonna you know you you believe it so much where you can tell somebody of course you're gonna tell somebody who would actually believe in you as well I'm like nika i'm coming to you i'm gonna be a millionaire and so then I'm about to come to me as a woman <laughs> Nika, I'm coming to you as a woman. I'm going to be a millionaire. <laughs> and then you believe in me enough to, like, she could be a millionaire. She is going to be a millionaire. Two or, pe- two or more people agree. The Bible tells you that. Two, two or more people agree. It is so. There we go. All right. So six would be gratitude. So you're expressing, oh, universe or God, thank you. Like, I know I don't have it right now but I know I'm going to be a millionaire. So I, I'm thanking you in advance. Thank you. And so then the last step will be manifest, manifestation. I'm a millionaire. I've manif- I believed in myself enough and I believed in my circumstance enough. I have it. I'm a millionaire. And manifestation just seems like a combination of all those six. Like if you're doing that, you are manifesting it all together. That is just... The yeah. shit that I'm on right now, I can't even comprehend Press. That's why I was like, oh. And I didn't even <laughs> I wanna like I think I'm gonna have to like write that down to myself, like all of those and put those around here because I that that little stuff that I've been kind of like, you know, scared to try or do, it actually works. So it's like, why don't you just, you know get out there this as is- i was researching this all this a light bulb went out of my head like being okay like we can do this 
we are doing it. We just got to get to the next level. Right. So, yes. Okay, so how does the law of attraction work? Like attracts like. Ooh. I'll say this again. Like attracts like. And while we are while we are saying that the law of attraction works and what it is and all that stuff, and we're talking about it in the positive light, in a positive light, like attracts like in a negative situation as well. So that's why I always tell people around me, don't I don't want to hear shit about you being broke. I don't want to hear that because you say that and you agree with that and then you put that bug into my ear and I'm now I'm thinking like damn I'm broke. I ain't got no money. So then that's all you're attracting is negativity. So the um example that they used in this article was gravity. You know if it go up, it's gonna have to come down. That's the example that, that is just science and physics, you know, physics and all that stuff. So um one thing that you should work on is your relationship with the universe or God or Allah, however you want to phrase it. Um, examine how the universe responds to you. What is your relationship? Are you the, is it a give and take relationship? Are you the one who is doing all the taking and the universe is doing all the giving? Um, Absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> Or is it 50-50? Are you giving to the universe? Are you being thankful? Are you expressing your gratitude? Are you mm. being positive? Are you being mindful? And then what you put out is what you give? Or are you just, whatever the universe gives you, you take it and not do any reciprocation back to the universe? Hmm. You have Very- a- <clears throat> so when you say reciprocate back to the universe, what 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 would something like that look like? You getting some money out of nowhere. You weren't expecting this money. This has happened to me several times. Okay, I'm a, I'm gonna put something out there. One day, I just put on Facebook. I was like. You know, somebody that cash at me. I was just playing, you know, playing on Facebook one day. I was like, you know what? I could really use a thousand dollars right now. I get an inbox. I'm not lying to you. What's your cash at? Gave this person my cash at, you know, just thinking they was joking and thinking they were playing or whatever. Um, this person sent me five hundred dollars. That's I'm not lying to y'all not lying and so once this person sent me this money of course i expressed my gratitude to this person thank you so much like hey you didn't have to do this like i sent it back like i was just a joker da, 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 da. no i want you to have it like you're a good person so into i believe in you i da, 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 da. put it into your business and i was like damn that's dope as fuck like people really fuck with me like that but then i instantly after i said all that thank you and I just started shouting, like, thank you. I wasn't, you know, talking. To, I was talking to God, talking to the universe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because you didn't have to do this for me. You didn't have to give me this. Um, I appreciate it. And money has come back to me tenfold. Like, after that situation, I really have not been too 
hard up about money. That's one of my least of my worries right now. It's like, what I'm gonna do for money? So I just make sure that every time money touches my hand, no matter if it's a fucking dollar, thank you, thank you, thank you. I get this back tenfold. <laughs> so you just have to. Man. <laughs> the show is over. <laughs> thank you. I'm just so thankful. Hallelujah. We're done talking. All right, guys. Y'all have a good night. <laughs> a word. Come on, Miss Dave. Mrs. Davis. Thank you. I'm trying. It's, you know, it's just a lot of unlearning and relearning. My friend has a beautiful spirit, y'all. I'm touched. Girl, don't make me cry because I would end all this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Thank my you. Goodness. I've learned, like, my my edges are gone from tonight's. That, like you see, I'm missing right here because I'm like, oh, this is, these are all the things I could simply said thank you. I I received a great blessing today, and I said thank you, but I didn't express gratitude anything like you did. It makes me think, are you ungrateful and sit here and be ungrateful, but you're not doing anything on your end, really? It's not you know? ungrateful. It's just that you don't even nobody even teaches us to think like that. True that. True that. It's, it's, that's not that at all. You just don't think to think about it. To be honest, no. To be honest, the past couple weeks have been great weeks, and I have to, as far as financial, and I have to just, you know, be very thankful. Um, and it's funny that you're saying this because I feel like that kind of explains my week. Obviously, you know, not talking to my friend, and then things just being off balance where. You know, I've received, you know, blessings from the universe and wasn't really right. in any type of gratitude. Just was kind of like, yeah, well, found something else to complain about. Yeah. But all around me, my money was fine. But then it's things going up around me, losing keys, just feeling all disgruntled and just everything. Just if it's not one, you know, that phrase, if it's not one thing, it's another. I just had it. So that makes a lot of sense and it kind of makes me realize like I need to stay humble and stay grounded and just kind of you know put better energy out there and that's something I was working on anyway but I think more of a fine tooth like yeah you may not take everything personal but you also should be thankful and that's one thing I can say I can do a lot more being thankful truly come on girl we living and learning come on mm -mm -mm. okay so, also another point with, you know, your relationship with the universe, do you, let me ask you a question. Do you believe that you um, can influence your surroundings so that things can happen for you? Or do you believe that things happen to you? I believe you can influence your surroundings so what things happen for you. Right. So that's another step of the law of attraction. Like, you can alter things to happen the way you want them to happen if that makes sense you know not not on no um changing your destiny type shit but kind of at the same time if that makes sense um so it's more than thinking i'm going to buy a home next to lebron james 
but it, it works like that but it doesn't work like that you also have to put the action into your words when it comes to the law of attraction hold on because you have to like actually do the action to kind of attract it there to you right I'm, this is crazy because i'm like subconsciously doing these things now after just saying hey let's do let me do something different than what i normally do mm -hmm. and for you to come on here and outline it so well it's like oh why, why yes why yes i would love to <laughs> so you have to change how you think and how you react to things that happen around you in order for the law of attraction to work positively so one thing that i'm trying to get my husband to stop doing is saying he gets frustrated and says if it's not one thing it's another yes it's always going to be so it's life it's okay stop getting frustrated about things that can be fixed later on down the road like i can understand if it was like something super major but he just gets he doesn't like uh minor inconveniences and nobody does but don't let that dictate your life and dictate your mood because why would you let one small thing ruin your day you saw you see at the rest of your day it's yes yeah, it's eight o'clock in the morning yeah you do have a flat tire yeah, you're going to be late for work, but guess what? Your boss said it's okay. You still got to, you know, you, could, you got money to get another tie-in. Or guess what? You may have the vacation time to say, hey, I'm not going to make it in work today. It's going to be okay. You have these things in line to help you. And we, all, we have to think about when he says stuff like that, it's like, okay, but look at where we were five years ago where we weren't able to do these kind of things or look at the people who don't have the money to be able to do these kind of things let's be grateful for what we have like the example i used last week about um wasting the 60 dollars for the freon like yeah at one point in time we didn't have an extra 60 dollars like what at one point in time i would have been like no we can't use the 60 dollars because how are we gonna feed the kids this week you know mm -hmm. but we had it so stop fucking worrying about it right you know you know what I will say now that I'm now that you say that um my husband is really good about you know if something fucked up happens during the day or at some point he's really good about this not ruining the rest of the day he'll say something like well, I'm not gonna let this fuck up my day well I'm still gonna have a good morning or I'm still gonna have a good rest of the day he really always makes sure he says that and I'm and I'm the one that's stuck like fuck the world everything is going to shit and he's like don't let that be don't let that fuck up your day he's like pleaded with me so many times please don't let that fuck up our day please and I'm like fuck this <laughs> It's funny that you said that. Kind of made me realize, like, oh, that, oh, okay, I see. That do make sense. Yeah. So it's a lot more than a mental thing. The law of attraction. It's also scientific. So there are a couple of experiments that have been done to challenge the law of attraction and see if it really works. And one of my favorites, um, I'm going to read all of them, then I'll tell you what my favorite one is. Um, the Summer of 93 DC Meditation Experiment, 
where they had a group of 4,000 people meditate to reduce the amount of crime in Washington, D.C. Let's see how that worked. Um, thinking you're physically, thinking you're young, younger physically makes you younger is, was another experiment. The water experiment was the third. Then we have the Renaissance theory of consciousness where Albert Einstein said, you know, everything is energy. Um, and scientists want to elaborate about vibrations. And the fifth one was how order emerges from chaos in the universe, nature, and daily life. And so they did a lot, a lot of stuff for protons and how the moon's rotation is exactly synced with its orbit around the earth and why we always see the same uh, face of the moon. So th those were the experiments, but my favorite experiment was the water experiment. I'm gonna read the ex excerpt of that. It says, the most famous experiment that proves the power of thought was carried out was doc by Dr. Inutu. He was photographed, he photographed frozen water crystals after thoughts of love, peace, and hate, love, peace, Love and peace and hate and fear. And those, you know, the love and the peace and the hate and the fear were projected onto the water crystals. So he said love and peace to some water crystals and he said, you know, mean things to other water crystals. Sometimes the intentions were spoke out loud while other times the intentions were just a thought. The results were always the same. The messages, the messages of hope, peace, love and joy resulted in beauty symmetrical crystals while the others messages of hate fear anger and sadness and like results uh they resulted in disjointed and broken crystals his experiment proved that our intentions can physically alter the world around us oh who was who did that now his name was dr emutu and it's spelled e-m-o-t-o -O. was he black no, he was Chinese. Oh, uh, Asian. I'll say Asian. I don't want to, you know. What principles should I shall I observe when it comes to the law of attraction? So, free will is one thing you want to observe. Um, everything in this world is done on its own free accord. Um. So your desires and your principles and your manif manifestations must follow this free will. Mm. You can man master the law of attraction and attract whatever you wish for. But if it violates somebody else's free will, it will not serve you well. So if you're wanting to manifest some shit that's going to do harm to somebody else, it's not what good does that do you? Right. It's going to be on your conscience. It's going to be on your mind. And then not to mention all that bad shit that's going to come to you as well. Right. Um, also, your intentions versus other people's intentions, whether it be good or bad. The law of attraction does not give you full and total control of your life. It simply states that you will attract like. And you can use this to your advantage by being intentional with your desires, but it isn't magic. So you want to be intentional, but you also, like I said again, you want to put action behind your words. Mm. 
um, things you can attract with the law of attraction. Financial abundance. You can manifest love and relationships. You can improve your health. Um, some people, this article says, like, most people don't consider using the law of attraction to bring better health into their lives. Um, but it's a great tool for this purpose. Mm-hmm. So I, the example I, I want to use is I wanted to, I, I gained X amount of weight during quarantine. And I got tired of looking at, you know, people on Instagram, like, oh, she look good. Like, she look good. Like, the thing was, I was going to use, my excuse was like, I'm going to have me another baby and I'm going to give me a mommy makeover. No, we're going to get right now. We're going to get right the right way. So I've been juicing. And, you know, I've juiced before. And I lost weight then. And I was kind of thinking, like, maybe I'll just do this for, you know, 10 days and see how it works or do whatever. Loving kindness meditation. There's a Buddhist meditation that sends compassion to yourself. Um, the next step will be be intentional. Mm. Um, seven will be try affirmations. And number eight is free your body. Fling your inhibitions. Fling your inhibitions in the wind. Practice freeing your body and dance like nobody's watching. And of course, we said that before, like when we were talking about, what were we talking about? I can't remember. I don't remember the topic, but I remember saying I need to do, I had done, it's funny because I've started doing it a lot more, not even realizing it since then because I was like, I used to just sometimes be uptight in the house, just, you know, it's just us two. And now I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm dancing. If I just want to feel like I want to bust out in the twerk, whatever, you know, I've been, I guess, allowing myself to do that. I don't know why I wasn't before, but now I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. So that is the guide to the law of attraction. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It was really enlightening for me. This was great. Like, this is, you're going to judge me, but I really, this is, I like this episode. My favorite episode. (laughs) This right here is really, like, aligning in so many ways for me that it's just been alignment. And I've asked for alignment. Ever since that one time I heard you say that you asked for alignment, I was like, we could do that. Like, you can ask to be aligned, and I did that, and I just kind of feel like, I've been like, ooh, okay. On 22s. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right, guys. Well, that's the law of attraction. We're going to take a break, and we be right back. Do this for 10 days and see how this works. And if I ain't fucking with it, I ain't fucking with it. And my thing is, like, like on my Instagram post, I put like I have issues with commitment, and it sounds weird because I'm married. But I just have a if it if it doesn't bring me immediate results, and I'm not really like, like, all right, I'm done with this. I'm like a kid with a new toy, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was, but I had been constantly thinking to myself like, I'm gonna get right. I'm going to improve like not over not only my overall health but my mental health as well. So I started juicing again. And I've only been juicing since Tuesday. Here it is, you know, Friday. And I've lost five pounds already. 
and it's more of a what I manifest what I've manifested for myself and what I'm attracting to myself is not only just like the physical but like the mental part too is because like I know I can do it um but I just got to stay on top of my own ass and something that came to fruition today like talking to my husband about it he was like yeah I don't want to juice with you but I just can't like you with the taste or whatever and I was like well you know it's kind of mind over matter I know I want to lose weight I know I want to do this I know I want to do that he was like I really admire like your your willpower now is a lot different from what it was like I really admire you about admire that about you and I was like me committing and doing something because even for dinner I like made one of our favorite dishes and I was like I'm not touching that for dinner I don't want that because I don't want to tack on you know tack back on my five pounds you know I don't want to do that even though I know that's impossible with one meal it's just no okay so you can use the law of attraction for your spiritual awakening um the law of attraction connects with your higher and spiritual planes of existence when you're practicing the techniques you can begin to see um beyond the mundane and ordinary world would you agree with that you see a new brighter and open yeah. world because I, I think i used to think things happen to people maybe if you ask me that uh maybe like five or six years ago but now i'm kind of like no nah, you definitely can um have an influence on your surroundings and yeah. i just want y'all to know that i've been for the past couple episodes when we do our manifesting monday segment i've been manifesting weight loss for in health for a long time but yet eating bread so that's not how you put your um action <laughs> and that's not how you you know attracted to you mm-hmm. Brittany is the law of attraction hence that's why i'm looking at juicer reviews right now because <laughs> I'm the juicer, and i was telling john today if i just had some fresh mango i just want oh. something that tastes fresh i don't want all that cheese and stuff my body's telling me i want something fresh and because it's like okay i gotta cut up the mango well if i could just juice all this shit and drink it then i'll be fine and whatever let's do it you know what i was I've gotten a couple of people in my inbox and have asked me about juice and like, well, how is it? Da, 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 da. The first thing I say is, yes, it, it's time consuming, but yeah. the results from it, I'm fucking with it. And I remember like when I was juicing before, like <laughs> it was time consuming, but I was fucking with it too then. And I was like, I, I like this shit. So like immediately, like I came home from work yesterday and I got home at like six o'clock and it was nine thirty and I was still like cutting stuff up, juicing it, cleaning out the cleaning out the juicer again. I made like three different juices and I was like, okay. I'm going to I'm going to, I'm going to keep myself accountable. I'm going to do this. Like I, I like that you got the mason jars. The mason jars opened up my eyes to be like, Oh, but you could actually do this and keep it fresh longer than you thought you could. I never I got me a little silicone straw and everything. So wash it and keep it moving. Like, nope. We gonna, let's keep, if I'm not really fucking with that juice today, okay, I can put the lid back on it and I'll fuck with it tomorrow. That's what's up. I like that a lot. And if I had just like 10 mason jars and it was all like, maybe like five of them full of fruit and I'm constantly, ma- I mean, juice making it, I could totally do that shit. Now that's how you manifest and attract weight loss, not by going to put 
um, butter and honey together on a piece of good soft bread from the oven. That's not how you do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we see some mason jars from Walmart. They had a 12 pack and it was like less than $8. Okay, I'm definitely gonna, I'm yeah. fucking with that. Okay, so four steps to work with the law of attraction. Make your decision. How do you want to feel once this new thing is in your life? What do you want to feel in your body? Does it make your toes tingle? Does it make your heart flutter? Does it make your head hurt? Does it make you anxious? Like, do, how, how do you want it to feel? Does your pulse race or do you feel a wave of calm? Make your decision about what you want and stick with your decision. Step two, practice unconditional love. Simply put, if you don't believe you deserve what you're seeking out, you're not going to get it. And that's one thing that I had to learn with um, my spiritual journey and the law of attraction is like, yes, I'm saying it. And yeah, it sounds good to somebody else and it sounds good actually coming out my mouth, but do I really like mentally, do I believe that? And that's where I struggle with a lot of times. And then I start saying it enough to myself and by myself to start believing it. And that's when stuff started really working for me. Like, hey, I actually do believe that I'm going to be a millionaire. I actually do believe that I'm worthy of X, Y, and Z. And that's when it starts coming to fruition for me. Third is open up to the possibilities. Stop being so closed-minded, y'all. Stop being, let's stop being so closed-minded. Like, I think we were taught to be closed-minded. Um, and we don't know what we don't know. So let's start addressing what we're scared of. Let's start addressing doubts. Um, and after you acknowledge that, open yourself up to different possibilities. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm scared to open this Etsy shop but if I do open this Etsy shop damn like people are really fucking with whatever I'm making and I this is like this this is what people need I could make this money but I think um when we think like this like damn that's a whole nother fucking responsibility that I have to take care of it's something else that I have to do but then you get scared and you're doubtful and then you get scared of success i'm raising my hand because i definitely have felt that myself <laughs> i'm tired of being at the altar <laughs> the fourth step is experience the reality of your desires now it's time to live the reality reality of your desires you imagine what you wanted clear away your doubts and your fears and realize how the law attraction has worked for you in the past you practice this type of imagination exercise in step one but now it's time to live out the imagination if you're practicing these techniques start with something simple and it's time to take action and expect your results so if you're expecting a new jeep you know what you got to do to get the new jeep like yeah you can you you can Okay, yeah, I want a new Jeep. Okay, I got to start saving my money. I got to work on my credit score. I got to do this. I got to do that. And then your, your mind shifting, your mind focus on what you want so much, you're able to get the Jeep. You're able to get it at a lower, you know, APR than what you thought you could get it for. You ain't got to get no co-signing. You ain't got to do 
none of that hard shit that people tell you you have to do. You ain't got to put $500, you know, $500, $5,000 down to get your Jeep or whatever. You're able to do that because you worked on what you wanted to attract. Right. And that helps to kind of do that and actually do the work so you can start to micro-focus on it because you're helping yourself help you but it, it's funny how subconsciously you could we, we're always like working against ourselves mm-hmm. and the final piece to the uh key of a law of attraction is be persistent just because it doesn't work out within two or three days doesn't mean that it's not coming like keep working at it until it becomes your reality if it fails then keep doing it every like what does the uh uh the four agreements tell us like okay yeah i fucked up today but tomorrow i can try again I'll, tomorrow keep it as long as you're persistent as long as you you know you want to you want to raise you want to tell your boss like hey i bring this to the table i bring that to the table da, 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 da. you talk to your boss you talk to your boss once a month or once a week what your boss is gonna let up and give you the damn raise that you deserve you putting a bug in your ear that to, in your boss's ear like hey like anika does bring leadership to the table she is a great leader she does i'm able to count on her when i can't count on anybody else she does deserve a raise you know it's gonna come to you just be persistent and it doesn't mean be annoying it just means stay on top of your own ass really people would feel confident enough to be persistent about to your boss about a raise besides the review period right let's say you didn't get review and you just you know nobody said shit about a review are you going to her for a raise nope most people don't have the confidence to do and i know i myself i don't think i have the confidence to do that although i did it only because i was Mm -hmm. promised and then I kind of, you know, stuck to my guns about it. But just because, like, hey, I think I deserve a raise. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I couldn't now. I mean, I'm in a different headspace, but I kind of had to just wonder how many people would just be like, you know, have the confidence in themselves to just be able to carry that out. But you know what's easier? It's easier to say, man, I do too much for this damn job. I deserve a raise. They don't pay me enough to do this shit. Okay, they don't pay you no say something. Right. Right, you're right. Right. If you feel like you have all these assets that you can bring to the team, say something. Say something. Mm-hmm. Or are you scared to actually get the raise and get a new position and be higher up and have more responsibility? Or you just want to complain? Okay, so final thing is here this article also gave gives you eight exercises that can help you attract what you desire. Um, number one was vision boards. Me and Anika have talked about vision boards before. Um, we talked about doing a couple's vision board. Oh, we need to bring that to the couples. Uh, Something to do for a thing, and then we can talk about this. <laughs> All right, vision boards, sensory visu- visualization, like closing your eyes and visualizing this thing, um, a gratitude list mindfulness was the next one all right and we bite we back okay so nika last week you talked about uh sapphire last week we talked about the uh sapphire 
And so he gave me an idea. I wanted to talk about for the stones of the week, um, like do a like a little mini series and talk about precious stones. And of course, sapphire is a precious stone. And uh, I wanted I already had emerald in my arsenal. And when you did sapphire, I was like, huh, we could do like a little mini series. So let's talk about emerald. I'm fucking with that. Emerald is beautiful. Emerald is. Oh, it's so beautiful. Okay. So this is we're gonna kinda go deep into this. So emerald, there are four precious stones that will be diamond, emerald, ruby, and sapphire. Uh, the difference between a precious and semi-precious stones are that precious stones contain minerals, which combine the highest degree of beauty, hardness, durability, and rarity. According to a German expert, Matt Bauer, all other stones are considered semi-precious. Uh, of course, because, because of his title, the four precious stones are more expensive. Let's jump into emerald. Emerald is green in color. It is uh, also known as a stone of love. This stone promotes focus. It clears negativity and encourages love and sensitivity. It is the birthstone for May. This stone opens and nurtures the heart physically and the heart chakra. It is said to have an invigorating uh, effect on thought, reflection, physiology. Thank you. I can never say the word. And it's an amazing crystal for uh, activating artistic creativity. Hmm. It is considered to be a royal gemstone. It was a favorite amongst kings, queens, and pharaohs. It was sought after in one of the most expensive gemstones for the Middle Ages. Um, it was also Cleopatra, Cleopatra's favorite stone. It's a symbol of wealth, faith, heart protection, courage, love, joy, abundance, and prosperity. It's one of the best stones for reviving a person's passion for a job or any other interest. If you are struggling at work, you should wear emerald jewelry for support, improving your memory and mental activity. Mm. Um, emerald is one of the most sensitive of the four precious stones um, because it comes with cracks and inclusions in it. Um, it's also one of the softest of the um, precious stones, which says a lot because like a diamond is 90 times more hard than an emerald. But if you look at an emerald, an emerald is pretty hard. So it's easier to... Um, break an emerald than it is of the four other stones. So many of the emeralds that are found today uh, in our purchase have been immersed in oil to reduce the visibility of the imperfections. So the stone should never be cleansed or steam cleaned, but instead cleansed with sage, um, sage smoke or charged under new or full moon or in full sunlight, where you can bury it in the dirt for one or two weeks. So I don't know if you ever heard, but um, <clears throat> they say like you should never get a wedding ring that has emerald in it because you do so much with your hands all day, you'll be consistently replacing the emerald all day, you know, all the time. Mm 
Um, so the physical healing properties for emerald will be rejuvenation properties. It combats aging, fer fertility, skin irritation, heart, lungs, liver, kidney, pancreas, and gallbladder issues. It improves eyesight, ear infections, memory, epilepsy, heartache, communication, and memory. Hmm. Um, the metaphysical properties include inspiration, aspiration, open heart to love, vision, intuition, mental balance, and emotional balance. It's connected to divine love and unconditional love, your spiritual journey, blessings, manifestation, gratitude, spiritual insight, and consciousness. Hmm. So, with that being said, I did a little bit more research, and I've always heard, like, from older witchy people that I didn't know who were witchy at the time was like um not everybody can wear emerald and I wish that I could have gotten deeper into the uh research but it didn't really give me like an exact why but it says people who have a Mars placement in their birthing charts need to be careful wearing emerald and so that's specifically people who are like of the Aries, uh, <laughs> the Aries zodiac sign. So I wish that I could have got a lot more information and hopefully like maybe next week I can pick up or you can pick up when we do the next song. Like if you can see anything and say why, but like it does more damage than it does good for people who are Aries. Interesting, because I was sure thinking like I need some emerald somewhere, but then it's like hold on, play it not for your ass. Yeah, so I, I I saw that it's like good for like it's either me or you, so it's bad for you but good for me as a Leo, in a Taurus, and like I want to say a Lib Libra, I'm not sure, but if you know when you're digging for next week's stone of the week, if you can see anything, then let us know. I will do that because I'm very, very fucking intrigued at this point. That was really good, Brittany. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Come on. We need a burn, 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 burn right here. <laughs> what I said? <laughs> I want I want some emerald. Well, yeah, I guess you would do well with it. I guess can I just come stand by yours and be like, hey. Come on, we can share. These folks get on my nerves at work. <laughs> All right, girl, what you manifesting for the week? This week, I'm manifesting, um, what am I manifesting for the week? I'm manifesting, let me say this, I'm going to be more intentional and grateful this next week, mm -hmm. so I can start my complete process of manifesting, you know, whatever it is I want, because I, I feel like I'm all, I've been manifesting things, um, but I really feel like I need to be a little bit more, I could probably just be more intentional and more grateful. So those are what I'm going to be doing for my Manifesting Monday. Um, and a little bit of uh, meditation as well. Mm. What about you? What are you manifesting? So I'm going to keep my Manifesting Mondays up a notch. Um, I said that I was going to go back and listen to all the episodes and start writing down a post-it note and put it on my bathroom mirror and say what I was manifesting mm -hmm. so I can like bring it to life for real for real like I do be bringing it to life but then as like sometimes after the week I just 
like, oh, I did say I was going to manifest it. And then I get caught up with doing something else. So I'm going to do that to kick my manifesting Monday up a notch. But this week I am manifesting peace. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired. I want to go on a rant, but I'm not. I'm just tired. We exhausted, y'all. So I'm just exhausted. Okay. Do you want to go on a rant or no? I feel a little. I must have kind of like protected, put myself in a cushion with all these things I've been thinking about. So I haven't allowed myself to really go there. But yeah, why not? Go ahead. Yes. I just I don't know how much more we can do I don't know how much more like we can take I don't know how much like y'all motherfuckers are worried about a fucking target Y'all mad about a target. First of all, what protesters y'all know is going to light up a target in the auto zone? They not. The most they're going to do is loot out that motherfucker. They're not stealing out of it. The, and then come to find out, it's a police officer who lit the target on fire. <laughs> um, they, they want to paint us in such a bad light. They want to steal our culture. They want to steal our hair. They want to steal our slang. We have got to start putting a price on the shit that we give to everybody else. Because guess what? Everybody else putting everybody else put a dollar sign on that shit. Yes. We're the ones who feel guilty. And we're the ones who be like, no, you can have it. You can do this. Cause they make us feel guilty about our shit. Stop feeling guilty about your shit. Stop explaining to these white motherfuckers who know and they have the fucking common sense what racism is. They know what it is and they just turn a blind eye to it. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck about you. And if another, if I see another person on my timeline that says, oh, I'm not going to let a whole bunch of racist white people exclude from the good race, from the good white people I know, what the what? What? This, ain't, this ain't about that somebody actually really said that no I've fucking seen, way i've seen several people say you know i know good white people i know good okay it's just as it just as much as you know good white people guess what every black person ain't a thug every black person ain't trying to steal every black person ain't trying to harm nobody everybody every black person ain't trying to leave their damn kids not every black person is a a stay-at-home mama and for your motherfucking president who calling people thugs when he knows what that means and he want to call he really want to call us niggers but he cannot because he's the fucking president Let, let's go back when he was saying oh it's these are not all bad white people who were protesting but now all of a sudden because these people are protesting because somebody was fucking knee was on the back of somebody's neck all these people are thugs uh, uh, uh. they're thugs <laughs> let's keep the same energy for everybody i don't see color that's the problem that's the problem i saw somebody black today that said i don't see color let me tell you something if you black you every day you fucking wake up everybody sees color everybody everybody you can you can't black and wake up in the mirror talking about you don't see no damn color 
I don't want to hear it. Everybody colorblind in this bitch. I didn't know. And that's the problem. We not seeing each other's color there. If that's the case, you see my color mm-hmm. and you should, you know, respect the things that I may need and, and, and what I'm going through and not just trying to make everything an even playing field when you know that's not what it is. It's so tiring. I heard somebody, I don't know if it was the news I was watching not too long ago where somebody's like, we just want to know what we can do to help. And it's like, why do we have to keep telling y'all what, like as the per- people that are oppressed, what you need to do to sit down and help us. If you want to help, you like help, first of all, when we're telling you something, first of all, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Go but ahead. if you if let, let me if you came over and said I need your help cleaning up, I'm gonna come over and clean up. I'm not gonna stand at the door and be like, "What you want me to pick up?" Like, I mean, I mean, I don't know what you want me to pick up. I see all you see all this shit everywhere. Pick this shit up, and I feel like it's only fair for the people who actually benefit from the system to actually recognize it and stop some of this but i also feel like we're gonna have to rise the fuck up enough is a fuck enough what are we what are you gonna do about it what are we gonna do about it is anybody willing to die for the cause i don't feel like i feel like there was a fear because a lot of people are just not willing to lose their life which is understandable but at some point you know all so somebody got to be a sacrificial lamb our ancestors were for sure yeah. So and yeah, for y'all who's saying, you know, these these white people, Taylor Swift and all these other celebrities, the white celebrities are speaking up. Like I told you earlier, I'm not gonna applaud no motherfucking fish for swimming. You're supposed to do that. It's human decency. What makes me less of a person because of our color? What makes us, you know, but it's not gonna be a problem, it's not gonna be an issue until y'all's people are getting killed and you'll never see that because it'll never happen y'all don't have to they don't have to worry about you know their husbands being out at nighttime or whatever their sons being out at the park or whatever this should be happening in broad daylight you ain't gonna worry about your child going to the park and you know Coming back, somehow, you know, such and such said something to me or did something to me or what. Y'all, just, they just, for me to just, I, I, this is another reason why I'm just scared to have another child. I don't want to bring nobody else into this situation. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, if I could just pack our shit up and go to another country, then I would absolutely do that. Well, you could though. You do you? John mentioned that yesterday. Do you realize that you we could do that? And and he was saying not yesterday. That was today. Today's been a long day. He was like, black folks here act like that that they don't have nowhere else to go. And I think that we just don't consider no place outside of America. But why the fuck not though? Why not? It's true. If we had to do it, we really could do it. And I think more of us kind of need to break the mold out of that like because i said if something went down we had to hurry up and go somewhere i would shoot to canada and no problem but you know how many of us will have a problem i'm not going to canada why the fuck not why the fuck what has america done for me lately not shit i ain't got nothing to lose by going to canada nothing they probably they do way more for you you didn't you know we gonna get here anyway you know what i'm saying yeah I just want to say that you know y'all's president is a troll like he is he is is my four-year-old has more self-control than he does <laughs> and it's just really appalling and if y'all motherfuckers 
vote his ass in again. Girl, I just don't know. I just don't know what my mental is going to be like. I just don't know. I'm busting back on everybody. <laughs> they can't have, I'm like, y'all surely not going to let this man in. I can't even. I don't even want to minister. Okay. I, uh, I, I can't wait to hear Kifiri and Crystal's mm. take on this. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I, I value like what they say tremendously when it comes to these type of issues. They can articulate how they feel a lot better than I can with these issues because I'm way more emotional about it. Absolutely. Um, but like. It took you four days to arrest this officer. And then for you to say, <laughs> and then come to find out, I don't know if you knew this or not, but early this morning, I woke up, was just scrolling on Twitter, and it was like, come to find out that the officer and George Floyd had worked together for seven I knew when years. you told me, and then I started, at that moment, I started seeing more people saying it. And I'm like, what? And so, like, I read the article, and the article makes it seem like, Oh well, they couldn't have possibly, you know, they they is it could have been an instance where they didn't know each other. First of all, that's bullshit. Because let me tell you something: I could work with somebody for six months and see them on the street, and be like, oh, that's such and so such and such from work. Right. You know, you're you telling know. me, you're telling me, two people that worked together for seventeen years, seventeen, not seventeen days, seventeen years. Even if they were working on different ships, you've seen this man. You've seen this man's face before, and it's, I'm pro- I'm sure there are probably ships that y'all work together. A club ain't only, but so be right. Especially if y'all bounces at the door. I, I'm not that. I can't even believe that somebody wouldn't put that together. And they both worked there for 17 years, or who worked there for? I don't, I, I don't. And then I find find that information out, and then find out that the his the the Asian person that he his his uh partner he's married to his partner's wife, I mean sister. So his partner's is his brother-in-law. Brother-in-law needs to be arrested too. All four of y'all need to be arrested. Absolutely. And then come to find out, and then y'all saying that this man's autopsy it shows that oh well his knee on his neck had nothing to do with him passing so you mean to tell me the the autopsy says something like he had like carotid arteries or whatever so you mean to tell me so this man was just gonna walk out the store and have a heart attack at any given moment no he couldn't fucking breathe let's stop the bullshit right like come on and then like who who do they have I hope that his family has a private corner that, or, you know, somebody that can do that. Cause that's just, just like with the, the, I don't know if you've ever heard the story, but the Kendrick Johnson story about the uh, young boy, he was in high school. Um, they found him rolled up in a mat. And yeah, I remember that. autopsy, his organs were missing. His family Girl. has conducted three autopsies. And the newest autopsy just came back out a couple of days ago. And y'all still telling me no foul play? How in this child's organs was missing and his body was stuffed with newspaper? We are fucking... What are saying about the organs? They just walked out? The organs said yeet 
smoking that gun out of here. Like the fuck, like what? So these are the private people that his mom ordered. Um, I want to say this was the. Uh, I don't think it was this was the private autopsy. Oh, this just they just going like like having them redo it. Yeah. Well, you're getting the same people to redo it. Come on now. Rewind it. Up. Oh, nope. Still the same. That that one right there really touched me. That you know what? For some reason, and um, even though this is not necessarily police brutality, it's not police brutality, but that story, him in the mat, and that Kanika Jenkins story, still make me like bones to this day. It's just something about those two. I don't. I couldn't even point it. I don't. I don't know. I don't. Kanika Jenkins really fuck with me hard too because i just i watched that video and it was creepy as fuck like i've never seen anything else more creepy in my life i was like connected to that story yeah and this is from somebody who watches like id discovery i listen to murder podcasts i do all that i'm like a true crime fiend that shit scared the fuck out of me that ain't like (sighs) and um the brianna uh, what's her name? What was her last name? The the lady who that came in, the police came into her house and shot her. <laughs> Just we're tired. You know what? I'm Like being black is not a crime. It's not a crime. And listen to me. I hope I catch one of you old racist white people and try to stop me or my kids from doing anything. I'm going to lay your motherfucking ass down and I'm going to happily go to jail. You know what? I feel like more of us, if, if if more of us was willing to just split and be like, fuck this country, you know how much it would crumble? Yeah. Even though we 12, 14, 12 to 14%, whatever it is, this country would really go to hell. Because we spend all our, we the ones spending all our money. <laughs> let's, let's, let's be real. We the ones spending all our money. Y'all, if we just say, you know what? we're going to go to Canada. Some of us move to Jamaica or wherever the fuck. Like, it's really not that hard. It's just like, it's, all, you know what it reminds me of? It's the, it's, it's kind of remind me of somebody who's like really poor to the point where let's say they make their money on a daily and all they can afford is a hotel. They don't have the money to show that they can afford to pay a, you know, like a full rent. They, so they pay a hotel like a, I don't know, some kind of person that's not doing so well, you know, just paying day to day. But if you add up all of that, they're paying way more right. than they would pay in a rent. That's To me, that's kind of how I equate like living in America versus going to another country. So we li- we paying day to day to live here like because we just cannot afford on paper to go to the other country. But really, you could because you're saving so much money. The shit is expensive here yeah. as fuck. And everything is about working and yeah, if we all decided we was done with the shit and just started dispersing, they would be tra- girl. This shit would be crazy. Yeah, just just leave us alone, and leave us alone. Leave us alone. Leave us alone. Stop calling. One of the rules that I've implemented: I don't give a fuck what a black person is doing. If you're not murdering nobody, I'm not calling the police. Period. I don't call the police on anybody of color. Period. Leave these folks alone. All this. You know what it is? White people don't understand the mind your business concept because to them everything is their business. There isn't a business. That is 
in itself a problem because your business becomes their business when they deem appropriate. Right. And that just has to stop. Right. But I, I did decide that I was going to get me some mace and some pepper spray and carry it around. And anybody who wanted to decide they're going to get wrong, I'm going to ask you to move one time. I'm going to let your ass have it in your eyeballs, okay? Tell you to get your ass out of my face. Until I can get back and get me a gun license, I'm spraying everybody, grandma, old ass Nana, okay? She going to get it. You know what? I feel like if, if we started if, if gun sales, like Don Lemon said, if gun sales, no, somebody else, Chris Chris Cuomo said, if gun sales went up on our end, especially like... Oh, they would stop it. They would start changing the gun law quick. They would, they, would, they would change it ASAP. Y'all, the ones, you know, the people do have your gun license, get all the ammo you can. Get all the ammo you can because if they do change the gun laws, at least you have your license then. The ammo still works. Whatever. Use your shit. Like buy what buy all the ammo you can. Buy it off. I'm sick and I'm tired and I'm sick and tired. And had this been in the 1950s, 1960s, I would definitely be a Black Panther. Me too, because I feel like we should have some type of coalition in every damn city, like secretly taking people to church people will say minnesota yard in my heart yes <laughs> and if there's anything i could do like from my my own level let me know like i was trying to figure out like what i was asking car earlier to like like damn what can i do besides vote like you know, pay attention to the smaller elections. It's just not all about the presidential because we fucked on that. That really didn't get shit to do with us, to be honest. Like, what? I mean, what can I do personally to change this? And I'm tired of every single year as my boys get older, as my husband gets older, that I have to worry about. This is not something that I have to, have to worry about. Right. Ellen get to worry about her husband. You know, she ain't got to worry about her husband going to work. Not so Ellen. She don't. You know, and even 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 the ones with the black children. How you think it's okay to fuck black men and have kids by them but not address issues? Like, I understand that maybe everything, maybe you don't feel like you want to announce it, but I just feel like it should feel uncomfortable as somebody in that position to stay silent. Yeah unless you just never express yourself on social media at all, then I'll give you a pass for that. Yep. Uh, oh, I, I say this to you, Anika, but I want to say this publicly. Publicly, if you have openly racist white friends and you are a person of color, you're just as bad as them. You're just period. as bad as them, and that's on period. You can't do shit to change that. If you know they're racist and you know they're saying some foul-ass racist-ass shit, you don't give a fuck about your people. You're not checking. You're not chin-checking these motherfuckers. You are just as bad. You're a part of the problem as well. Oh, I don't want to start the pot. Fuck that because... Fuck, the pot, fuck that because tomorrow it could be your daddy. It could be your brother. It could be your sister. It could be your mama. It could be any one of us. And guess what? They're not going to give a fuck about... Oh, well... Marcus was my friend. They don't give a fuck about that. Fuck Marcus. 
Fuck nope. Tasha. Fuck all them folks. They don't give a fuck about that. They sleep well at night. And they tell y'all they sleeping well at night by posting shit on social media and blackface and putting their knees on each other's necks and saying, oh, he, you telling me this big lip, big nose motherfucker, he couldn't breathe? They, they saying all that type of shit. They don't give a fuck about us, y'all. Like, come on. <laughs> come on, y'all. I'm tired. You know what? gonna have to just spaz the fuck out and that's just period you're gonna have to that's just what it's gonna be i'm not saying i agree with burning down stuff but at that point it's like let's not miss the point here let's address the issue and say why are the people burned down are we listening to the people are we straight like just going into reprimand because not too long ago i recall that there were white people who wanted haircuts and nothing was done Girl. not too long ago i, I seen that now so another one of us got killed and it's like no, one no, no. one day out out there in front of the police with they uh ar-47 ar whatever right. they rifles and they shotguns and shit AK 47s, one day out there in front of the police yelling in the police faces with COVID 19 going on with no mask on. When they doing it? They, 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 what they doing? What they doing? Girl. I don't think they was doing that. We made it up. They was doing it. I feel like we full of shit. Shame on us. I want a haircut. Barbara, your shit been gray since last September. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> wow but yes okay guys that's it I, I just had to get that off my titties like Nika say get it off cause this shit is heavy on these nipples do you hear me my areola is just weary <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired <laughs> I'm so sick I'm so sick <laughs> And I have to laugh to keep from crying. I'm just so sick. But one thing I want y'all to know, two things I want y'all to know. Something happened to me. Start arriving, this bitch. I did not, no, I did not hurt myself. I am very sane. I would never harm myself. I would never do anything, you know, to put myself in jeopardy on purpose. Come on, proof of audio. And then, second of all, y'all play this motherfucker back when it's in the court of law, okay? And then, the second thing is, if anything ever happened to mine, I'm ready to die behind it. And that's on period. And ain't nobody gonna be able to stop me. The heavens couldn't stop me. Because if this is what the heavens really wanted, the heavens knew this was what was gonna happen. Right. So, can't nobody fucking stop me behind mine. Okay? I just want y'all to know that. And that's on who and, and what? That's on the 12 disciples. Period. With a T. Well. Okay. All right. I'm glad we got it off our titties. Me too. Because, yeah. I was wondering if we were going to address that, but I'm like, why not? It just is just like, Yeah. All right, guys, this has been a very enlightening episode. I hope you enjoyed. Um, if you guys want to send us anything or contribute to or have any comments about anything, please don't hesitate to send us an email at blackgirlmanifest at gmail.com. That's BLK manifest. Wait, BLK girl manifest at gmail.com. Oh, my bad. But um, anyway, we are out. See you guys next week.
Bye. Bye. Bye.